of the living feet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We talked about a brand new episode of Doctor Who. Yes, you heard it correct. The return of Doctor Mysterio live from the BBC, apparently. But before, you know, we talk about that, I would like to introduce my good friend Taylor. Taylor, I have a good feeling. I know how you're doing, but I will ask you anyways. How are you? I'm doing well, dude. I'm uh, I'm really good. We've gotten through Christmas. I'm tired um, because it's been Christmas <laughs> and everything that's gone with it. And now the whole family's basically got this week off. But uh, yeah, holy moly, what what Christmas treats we got, including yes. this doctor. Uh, episode. I got some. What did I get? I got twelve Sonic. I got four Scarf. I got some Doctor Who shirts. Awesome. I got the uh, um, uh, Secret History of Twin Peaks book, which I've been just devouring. It's so good. Ooh, interesting. Some tools, stuff like that. <laughs> How was your Christmas? Merry Christmas to you, by yes, way. Merry Christmas. We did. Uh, we did not say that the last time. I guess we kind of figured we would be recording around Christmas. Pretty so. much. Uh, it was pretty good. I just spent time with family. I um, I didn't really. I got a really cool uh, book from my niece, quote unquote. I from saw that called Uncle John joins the New York Mets, and um, I was pretty happy with that. It was pretty that's, adorable. I don't think I got so... any Doctor Who related things though. Really, that's not true. My friend Anna got me a snapback TARDIS hat that I posted oh. on my. Instagram, I believe. Yes, I saw that. That's a very cool ad. I will be bringing that to Gallifrey. Yes. And I guess as of this as of this recording, Gallifrey has announced that they are going to be announcing more guests for this. I guess it's the last round of guests. I. It looked like they were going to make an announcement, I think, at the end of this week. And then it might be another couple weeks for the new series uh headliners yes and then if i remember right i could bring it up real quick if you want me to i it's it's fine either way fingers crossed for some maybe some people from class i think that would be really cool considering i mean nobody waited to watch that come on (laughs) we maybe except the execs at bbc america because they apparently think that you know april is okay for that (laughs) meaning yes yes so yeah Let's um we got some who news so yeah. let's uh let's let's hop skip and jump right into that in that order Sounds if you good. would like to it, it doesn't matter. Uh okay, let's take a hop and can we just take a second to break down that season 10 trailer? Oh my god. All right, so I'm just going to say right now that just as a spoiler for people, I <laughs> I cried 3 times while watching this show. Um and the season 10 trailer was one of them. <laughs> I absolutely lo- I loved it. I I am just over the moon excited to to hang out with Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Who totally I, in each. I feel like somebody dubbed the new ace, which I mean is kind of 
let's let's pump the brakes a little bit, but I would love that. Oh, absolutely. I'm trying to think of everything we saw. We saw Daleks, we saw those uh we saw the the emoji robots. Yes. We saw the emoji robots which were not as bad looking as I thought they were. Yeah. Or as I thought they might be, at least. Uh somebody has has taken a um uh, a screen cap it's, it's apparently a very quick moment in the trailer and has said you know we might see the return of um a race called the Movellans uh from classic who and they oh they were very 80s because it was all silver outfits and like silver braided uh hair like you remember when people would get the braids and they'd have the beads down at the bottom of them yeah picture that but all silver oh boy oh yeah um and it it, it's compelling but it's a very quick quick screen cap there we'll see that would be kind of neat i think i'm all for revisiting villains or monsters that uh we that you know some sometimes they need a revamping yes Yes, well, hopefully they'll they'll come out of their '80s outfits, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of what else what else we saw. Oh my gosh, it was a so lot much. of nope. a lot of Bill reacting to things. Yes, asking where the toilet was. Yes, finally somebody does. Yeah, seriously, I just overall, I'm just I'm so excited. I I I can't wait, but we have to. <laughs> I know, I know. It it will be here quicker than we think. I'm sure. Um, but I'm pumped for it. Um, I, I, I liked that we saw obviously parts of kind of Bill's introduction. Yes. In the trailer, hopefully that's hinting that oh, that scene and that stuff will actually happen. Yeah. Uh, in the show itself, but we'll see. We will indeed see. Shall we move forward? Yes. Let us move forward. Um, so via IO nine, we have the puppet who Christmas video. Um, I've got a link for it. We'll throw that up in the show notes. A very entertaining uh, romp through not quite the 12 days of Christmas, uh, Doctor Who style, but uh, I think they take, um, what's the song? These are some of my favorite things. (laughs) But with Doctor Who. And and do that up with a little puppet claymation looking. Actually, I don't think it's clay, but it's that stop motion. Stop motion, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's very cute. I will check that out for sure. And... um, Apparently, Peter Capaldi threw a little shade at the British PM, Theresa May, uh, who said she likes watching the Christmas special. Uh, but Britain has their own kind of Trumpism thing going on all post-Brexit right now. And Capaldi shot back that he was surprised and hopes she takes this message of tolerance and kindness to heart. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now, you got to remember, this is this is the actor who who played uh, uh, Malcolm Tucker <laughs> yes. in the sixth. This this is a man who I've got a feeling you don't want to get on his wrong side no. uh, when it comes to a little bit of sarcasm and stuff, because I think he could take it down pretty easily. <laughs> All right. So uh, sh- should I read my original notes? I think you absolutely should, because they are the best. So I, w- I watched this a couple of hours before Taylor did, and yeah. I went through. We share a note um, Google Doc here. And, uh, oh, my God, the return of Dr. Mysterio starring that one guy as the doctor. And, oh, my God, new Doctor Who. Or <laughs> we watched the return of Dr. Mysterio starring Peter Capaldi as Dr. Mysterio, Justin Chatwood as Grant slash the ghost, 
uh, Charity Wakefield as Lucy, Matt Lucas as Nardole, and two good actors as the bad guys. John would have a really hard time pronouncing their names. Yes. Sorry, good actors, but they were fantastic. They were very good. They were, and if you take a moment to actually look them up on TARDIS Wikia, um, yeah, I would have trouble pronouncing their names. Oh, wow. Yes, that's saying something. My goodness. Okay, so the story notes, uh, my story note was, it's new Doctor Who, and uh, Taylor Taylor did some more research. I did. Um, it's kind of funny coming in the very next morning after something airs, and there's not there's not a ton of stuff, but there is some stuff, so... Um, both Grant Gordon and Lucy Lombard's names are alliterative. That's a convention that Stanley often used when naming his oh, characters. Oh, yes. Peter Parker. Yes. Um, Reed sure Richards, others. Susan yes. Storm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More exactly. and so forth. Uh, Bruce Banner. Right, Bruce Banner. <laughs> that's great. Yep, that's exactly right. And there's there's a lot of that stuff kind of peppered through this episode, which made it so much fun. Um, there are currently four gemstones in the universe. Mm -hmm. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Oh, Jesus. And young Grant mistakenly swallows the Hazandra, which is what it's called, that little red one, uh, mistaking it for medicine. Because, of course, it's it looks like Dayquil. <laughs> True. But yes, I as soon as... I saw that scene. I was like, oh, really? Really? We got the Infinity Stone? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, the movie theater across from where Lucy and Grant live is showing The Mind of Evil, which is also a classic episode of Doctor Who. Oh, well, keep that in mind, I guess. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, I didn't look to see if there were any specific connections beyond that. Um, so now... Here's one where, again, catching Wikia a day after an episode, I think sometimes you will hit some erroneous information because they list uh, the song that plays in the background while the doctor visits teenage Grant at yes. school as being uh, Pass It On by DJ Kiyoki. Um now, I heard it, and I went, oh my gosh, it's loaded by Primal Scream. And I actually went back and rewatched that scene just to be sure because i'm thinking okay did i mishear it did they sample the same thing and i'm wrong i actually listened to pass it on i went back and rewatched the scene it is definitely not pass it on it definitely is loaded by primal scream oh. uh, which is a favorite song of mine from my teenage years there you have it yeah doing the research folks i'm trying uh so this is the only television story alongside the Keeper of Trocken, if one discounts Nissa's appearance, where the Doctor travels only with a male companion through the entire story. One could count Closing Time, where the Doctor travels with Craig Owens for the whole story. However, Amy Pond, Rory Williams, and River Song are all seen. Mm, yeah. No. That yeah. is very interesting. And, as always, Taylor, you have a synopsis for us, a brand new synopsis for, I don't know if you guys heard, a brand new episode of Doctor Who. Absolutely. Let's unwrap this like the Christmas present it is. All right. Oh my god, you guys, it's new Doctor Who. No, actually, uh, the Doctor accidentally creates a superhero, then tries to get him to promise never to use those powers, right? Mm. Okay, so he later returns to thwart an alien invasion, only to find himself in a bit of a rom-com with superpowers. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> uh, there is, there's just... Okay, I guess uh, the first thing I, I want to say is I had just uh, revisited, after I actually watched this episode, I went back and revisited uh, the heaviest of episodes from season nine. So I watched um, Face the Raven, 
Ugh. then Hellbent, and then Heaven Sent. Oh my god. I didn't get to the the Christmas okay. special after that, which, okay. if you recall, listeners, is River Song's last episode. Yeah. So we had four episodes of just pure heavy, just yeah. like, and then a year of nothing. And now this. And now this. And this was just, I just was like, we need we needed this. We needed this episode. You know, John, I completely agree. This this episode is exactly what I would almost say that all of 2016 needed. In fact, I I would almost go so far because this, especially the past couple of days before recording this, have been really rough in terms of those we've lost. Yes. Um, so if you don't mind, I think before we dive into the story, I think we should just take a moment of silence to remember all the awesome people uh, since this is probably our last episode of 2016, to remember those who we've lost this year. All right, should we dive into things? Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. New Who, New Who, New Who. And we get the comic book opening, which I just loved. I that was, was cool. I was immediately in it. And we, I guess the, the I really like the way we kind of go back and forth between the between Grant's childhood and where we are now. Yeah. I thought that was done it was done very well. It was it was an origin story that I mean, I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself here mm-hmm. a, a little bit, but it was an origin story that it's that I cared to understand, but and it was done in a way in which it was intertwined with stuff that was happening in the now. Right. Uh, we, we, for the first time we see Capaldi, he is swinging outside of Grant's window. Yep. And I'm just already excited that the doctor is here. And this was, you know, what the other thing I noticed, they let this, they let this breathe. And yes. by, why, why I say that, when I say that is there's a lot of shows where the, the cold open is what, like a minute, two minutes. Mm-hmm. I feel like before we get opening song and credits, it's about nine minutes in, which I think is even oh. long for like Doctor Who. It, it is a little bit. It's not unheard of, I yeah. don't think. Uh, but yes, it definitely does breathe. We get this long scene. Oh, yes. Uh, it's not just one quick thing, somebody screaming and right into the credits like it often is. Oh, yes. And now I, I can't remember... Is this this is not the first time Capaldi uses his screwdriver, right? It's it's been a while. Did he use it in the Christmas special? Oh, bo 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 boy. Um, did he use it in the Husbands of River Song? I I feel like he might have. He might have. I know the Sonic trowel. <laughs> yes. Use. Um, but does the screwdriver? Blimey, I don't recall. I like it's been so long. I didn't it get has. I didn't get he still had the sunglasses when I was watching. I would assume that he would have had to because he got the screwdriver at the end of Heaven Sent. Right. So, yes, I would assume maybe he uses it. I can't remember. Let's, let's just assume he does. Let's say he uses it once. And we find out that the doctor is expected, which <laughs> is <laughs> I was like, man, this is already but then I we realize it's christmas time and right the mom thinks that it's just santa which is still yeah. very strange and you should not be telling your child to open a 
how many floors up? 60? I don't know. Something like that. It's it's New York. I, I loved Grant's room. Yes. Holy moly. Does, it, does this kid really get into comic books? He loves, he loves comics. And I love when, I believe he steps out to go get the doctor like milk and cookies. Yes. And the, <laughs> there's this great scene where the doctor says, he basically, he pieces together like, how come nobody knows that? Did you know that Superman and Clark Kent are the same person? He's like, yeah, everybody knows that. I know. I have the note. I'm like, the doctor just realized this. And then I go, oh, wait, he doesn't He doesn't get comics. No. And I like that he's like, but Lois Lane doesn't get it. She's a reporter. Shouldn't she know? Right. And just in like that 10 seconds of scene, you get 90% of the foreshadowing <laughs> of this entire story. Yes. And they talk about Spider-Man and why mm-hmm. he has the name Spider-Man. Spider-Man and how he got the powers and the doctor's like I would assume you'd just like die <laughs> right it's like no Too serious like radiation poisoning and so we go up on the roof and the doctor has made a contraption yes and he is you know what and we talked about this off air we might as well just talk about this theory now because we're here Should we talk about this now this is a good spot for it because this was something that in the moment kind of went over my head but when um uh when radiant baby on twitter kind of shot this out as a fan theory and i read it and i was just my jaw dropped i'm like oh my god that just gave the entire episode such depth yes now um if you would like to go ahead i will yeah oh definitely um so um barring the moment where grant's like i'm thirsty and the doctor like pulls an entire glass of water out of his pocket how'd you do that skills 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 um and he's got the great line of it looks like a christmas tree of course it does it's science yes science looks like christmas trees um so the doctor let me see um Okay, here we go. I'm just I'm going to dive into this. This is um, uh, something that was written by. Oh, thank you, Tumblr names. Um, <laughs> Hello, T C blog. T E E C E E B L O G. Hello, T C blog. Tumblr. Com. Um, and they write. So in the Angels Take Manhattan, River says it would be impossible to land a TARDIS in New York during the 1930s. This city's full of time distortions. It'd be impossible to land the TARDIS here, like trying to land a plane in a blizzard. Even I couldn't do it. Then later, after the ponds create a paradox that destroys most of the Weeping Angels, the Doctor says, "I can't ever take the TARDIS back there. The timelines are too scrambled." I mean, yes, there's legitimate criticism on this uh, on strictly logical grounds. Why don't they just take a bus to New Jersey? But, you know, timey wimey. The time distortions are entangled with the pond's timelines. Their bio data can't be extracted from it. You can always gobbledygook your way out of time travel stories. The point is emotional. It's a callback to Amy's choice, and Amy made her choice once and for all. Now, in the return of Dr. Mysterio, River has just gone to meet her destiny in the library. The Doctor, lost in grieving after living with her for 24 Earth years, um, and the episode gets a call out to that, does what we should have expected him to do. He scours the universe for a magic wishing stone that, when mounted in whatever jury-rigged, timey-wimey monstrosity he's cobbled together, will hopefully undo the time distortions created in the Angels Take Manhattan. And the there's a quote from the episode. It's a time distortion equalizer thingy. There's been a lot of disruption in New York. My fault, actually. Hopefully this will make it all calm down. The doctor was trying to get the pawns back. Which is heartbreaking. <laughs> it 
totally is. Um, and it's a lot to take in because, like, all of a sudden, this this one little thing in the opening yes. is suddenly like, oh, my gosh, he's, you know, not just mucking around with this isn't just uh, a uh you know this isn't just like a little red herring thing that we just need him to be doing something no this is a much bigger thing yeah that we don't realize yet it's yeah it's um yeah heavy <laughs> it's pretty it's heavy. heavy it's what it is and i like yeah it's kind of a, a throwaway line you know because he's always talking about something screwed up somewhere so right you don't really think about where you are in in time at that point. So I, I think it's a good theory. I I think maybe I don't know. Just move on, maybe. <laughs> well, and and I this is jumping ahead, but I think by the end of the episode we kind of get that. Yeah. Uh, and and Kobe and I watched it when it aired. Amber was really tired. She went to bed early, so she hasn't seen it yet. Um, but we got done with the episode, and I was going to bed because. God help me, it was 10.30. I needed to sleep. <laughs> uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, the doctor? Because he's got kind of this manic look in his eyes at the very end. He's like, he's going to go on a tear. He's he's going to go do some crazy things this next season because once you kind of get out of a relationship, you know, and you finally kind of like let go of that, you kind of go do some crazy things. So well, he's made a prediction. All right. I, I'm, I'm fine with this. I think that will be fun. Yeah. I'm all for it. And here we've covered all that, and we haven't even gotten to the intro. No, we haven't. Well, that's the show. No, so There you go. Thanks. So a- as uh, <laughs> we talked about the, the glass of water in the pockets, yes. uh, and this is where they kind of have the discussion about the doctor's name. Mm-hmm. And this is like, you know, where if you were a comic book character, your name would be Dr. Mysterio. And the doctor loves that. Yes. He's like, I'm going to keep that for sure. <laughs> and as soon as the the glass of water is put down and we kind of hang on it for a second, I said, well, something's going to happen with that water. <laughs> and then I immediately thought, oh, man, he thought that was a pill, didn't he? And yep, sure enough, uh, Grant thought that since the doctor said he was a doctor and he, you know, gave him a little gemstone-y kind of thing that looked like medicine and then gave him a glass of water. I feel like a... How old would you say Grant is? Ten? Oh, I would almost say a little bit less than that. But like eight? maybe eight, seven, seven, eight. I mean, if you're a seven-year-old, I feel like you're just going to try to piece everything together and go, all right, cool. Yeah, this so, will stop my cough. Yes, this will stop my cough. So the doctor uh, seems mildly upset. <laughs> Which is why I almost think like the theory is is kind of not true, you know, because if he was like that desperate to try to get his old friends back, I feel like he would be. But I I guess on the other hand, I feel like he wouldn't be that upset at a child. Yeah, I mean, I it may be the kind of thing where it's like, you know, inside he's going, ah, why did you do that? But he goes, oh, wait, doctor water yeah that did kind of look like some dayquil yeah uh, so it kind of goes well i kind of screwed that up yeah so um we're just flying now yes and i feel at this point we kind of awaken with um present day grant yes who we find out is now a a nanny he is 
credits. And then we get the opening credits. Hooray, Doctor Who is back, is my note. And that's Mark 1 of John crying. Um, yep. <laughs> because I was just so happy. I was like, oh, finally, I've waited. We've waited so long for this, and we, and I don't even know why. <laughs> because it's emotional. Because we are invested. Yes. In this show. So we come out of the opening credits, and we are introduced to the character of Mister Brock, who is. I believe the spokesperson or the owner of this company where there is a big sort of gathering of news reporters about. Mm-hmm. And this is also where we are first introduced to Lucy. Yeah. And she seems to be, you know, it. there are a lot of cliche comic booky kind of things going on here. She seems to be like the hard-nosed reporter. Mm-hmm. We have villains. Well... Not villains yet, but a villain basically saying all of what did he say? All of my it was the backyard quote. Oh, um, was it all of my all of my um, enemies are buried in my backyard? Yes, 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 yes. I killed them all and buried them in my backyard, and everyone goes ha ha ha, ha and laughs. But like that's something Lex Luthor would say, and probably would get Garner the same reaction. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh he tries to wrap up this press conference and he is he's interrupted by uh Nardole. Is it Nardole? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Yeah. I did it, everyone. Hooray. And Nardole asks him where the little boys' room is. Mr. Brock is very confused. And yep. I believe at the end of this press conference we are introduced to Dr. Sim. Uh, yes. And Dr. Sim has uh he's got a little something coming out of his nose. Check yeah. that out there. It's blue. Uh, got some tissue going. At least he's got blue boogers. Yeah, he's got it's all blue. It's something is not right. And yeah. I I believe Lucy at this point is talking to one of the uh janitorial staff members and then Oh yes, kind of pulls her aside. Yes. And, and I believe I feel like either Brock or Sim is kind of watching because mm-hmm. they notice, like, ah, she's up to no good. She asks the yeah. hard-hitting questions. <laughs> this is such a comic book. We have book. to worry about her. Yeah, we have to worry about her. And, man, so Sim and Brock end up going to this, like, this weird corridor in in the building they're in, and Lucy's following them, and they open well, this... Now- now hang on, let's 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 back up because they agreed to meet at midnight because of course oh, yeah. at midnight. Yes. And uh, he scares him. <laughs> yes. And 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 I, I'm assuming that uh Lucy now dressed as a janitorial staff just hung out and cleaned the building until midnight. I guess. Or just didn't like look at anyone or Something. nobody saw her. I, I don't know. It's you know, it's comic booky. It it is comic booky, that's for sure. So we're in this room with a bunch of blue brains, which is I mean, just a room with a bunch of brains is never good, but when the uh yeah. the brains apparently are multiplying without uh Mr. Brock knowing, that seems to be a problem. And I believe one of the the brains, he's like looking in into into one of the th- one of the little containers that has the blue brain, and it grows eyes, which is yes, 
horrifying. His little eyes pop out. I'm like, what else eyes? And then he turns around to see that Dr. Sim's eyes are flashing as that brain's eyes were. And then yeah. all of these crazy surgeons who apparently just hang out in little containment units inside that room. Yes. Come out and it's just a very just frightening scene where we're going to switch uh, Mr. Brock's brain. And I feel like um, Dr. Sim and I, I almost feel like they did this in a earlier episode of this show of Doctor Who with the weird like half opening their like brain and they had stuff in there. Oh, that does seem oddly familiar. Although I do wonder if that room is even sterile for Ugh. that kind of a surgery, but um god, that does ring a bell. It does. And um, but I, what what I think we do miss is is kind of Lucy backing away from all this and there's the doctor hanging out chowing down on some sushi. It's okay. I'm an intruder too. Yes. Yes, there's just this horrifying thing that's about to happen to this to this man and we pull back to to find the doctor just eating sushi yeah which is just uh just brilliant this is the best i think that's the first i think that's the first i don't think we've seen a doctor eat sushi before no i don't think so um <laughs> so they exchange brains and now mr brock is he's part of he's part of it man whatever's going on he's, and he's part of the blue brain collective yes man the the scar that like not the scar i guess the break in where they cut open that they kind of have to adjust is just Mm -hmm. like this whole thing is just freaky i think i just have a i have a quote that's just like dear dear lord this is freaky it's definitely not a christmas special i'd let my kids see just yet oh no not at all and (laughs) so i believe Lucy and the doctor they're like all right let's uh let's go do some stuff so they kind of they go toward like they're trying to leave yeah they go downstairs or something and I believe Mr. Brock the new Mr. Brock stops them I be- I think he has a gun too right yeah and he asks who they oh, it's are Brock. it's 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 oh Sam, it's doc it? It, it is Dr. Sim I'm sorry yeah and Dr. Sim asks who they are and I I think I got what the doctor said. I think he said he was special agent Dan Dangerous from Scotland Yard. That's exactly it. I okay. love it. Which is that's a great name. And also it is um Dan Dangerous, you know. It follows suit. It yes, it's that same alliterative uh uh convention. You're right. And <laughs> Uh, Nardole just shows up out of nowhere. Yes. This is the scene that we we got a while in the preview where Correct. everyone, he's like, oh, you're going to shoot us in the back in self-defense? Mm-hmm. And there's like the Precise. knocking on the door or on the, the window. Uh-huh. And we turn around and see the ghost. The ghost. Oh, my yes. God. He's real. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I was like, this is so ridiculous. And just the conversation He's a very chatty superhero. Yes, he is. Just the conversation that... And I, I almost feel like, are we getting interspliced things of the doctor sitting... He's like... With s- young Grant. Yes. Is this yes. where we start yes. to get this? Yeah, this is this is, this is is where, you know, the doctor having created this now is kind of having to sit him down and be like, look, 
you got these powers. You're going to be able to do some things. Don't use them. And then he always, he says, sure. And then he always uses them. Of course. And I love that he, he asks her, are you, are you afraid of heights? And she goes, I'm not afraid so far. And like flies away with her. (laughs) That was great. And drops her off at home. And then I love that he has the baby monitor with him at like all times. Yes. And it was such a quick shot. And I'm like, obviously being a parent, you know, we've, I've had baby monitors and stuff. So it's like, that's a baby monitor. I'm like, or his table's ready. Yes. I, I, I just thought it was so weird. I also thought it was weird that he did. He didn't like conceal it at all. Like no. he shows it. He looks at it on a national or not, like a citywide broadcast on the news. Oh, that's right, because he's he's rushed off to uh, help fight a fire or save somebody from a burning building too, right? Yes, he's just he's yes. always rushed off. Just he's yes. always rushing off. So he, I like that he Wonder Woman's his costume away. I thought that was uh-huh. a nice touch. Yeah, and we find out that Lucy Fletcher's actual name, or what, married name is Lucy Lombard. Yes. LL, like Lois Lane. Yes. And that the husband up and left when she got pregnant. And yeah. she's known Grant since, I, I assume that was high school. Uh, it was at least high school, if not before. And, and that whole scene was hilarious. Yes, that. this is when we kind of get the intersplicing of the origin story with what's happening now. And I don't know when the doctor said this. I feel like because they, uh, the doctor and Nardal show up to what they think is Grant's house. And I feel like the doctor says, I'm me, I'm the doctor, and even I think this is insane. Yes. Which is a a great line. And it turns out that Grant is actually the nanny to Lucy's, was it a daughter? I forgot if it was a... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a daughter. Yes, so we find... I honestly don't remember. I don't either. I don't think... I I feel like they said the name, but I don't remember. But you know what? Speaking of the baby, why did the doctor not speak baby? Uh, Good question. And I was like, well, maybe that wasn't a... In my head, I was like, well, maybe that wasn't a Capaldi thing. Maybe that was a Matt Smith thing. But it wasn't because in the first... um, episode with Maisie Williams he speaks baby mm-hmm. yes maybe 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 it's only Viking baby he speaks well or storm again he spoke to storm, storm again that's right that's right it was nice to see um the doctor again being okay around a baby because I feel like like uh Matt Smith's doctor was like ah oh gosh what do I do with this wiggly jelly yes. thing that has arms and legs yeah and we start getting the 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 background, the origin story, and the doctor has been he checks up on him occasionally throughout his youth and the the X ray vision one the was X ray vision, oh my gosh. Was so funny. I'm in hell, naked hell. Yes. And I, I the other quote is I have X ray eyes, everyone is my favorite. <laughs> I just I thought it was hilarious that is as he's kind of like panicking, he starts you know, floating up, he starts yes. levitating, and of course, you know, he's got X-ray vision. Lots of girls walking around. He's literally, he's got his hands over his crotch. Yeah. He's yes. I'm like, oh, subtle but not subtle at the same time. Good job, guys. It was, it was a pretty funny scene, and yeah. I guess we forgot to mention that the the or we might have the gem gives whatever the 
the person who uses it what they want. Yes. So that's what he wanted to be was a superhero. So right, he wanted to have superpowers. Yes. So that's what's that's what's happening here. And maybe as a teenager, he's like, "Oh, I kind of wish I had X-ray vision." Oh crap! I could. See. Oh yeah. I could see yeah. I didn't even I think about that. 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 just occurred to me now. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So <laughs> I I feel like Grant is he's going out as the ghost a lot during this like back and forth kind of thing. And yeah, we, we don't we cut back. We cut back to present day. Yes. We see the Joe's Pizza sign, which I think is the universal symbol of, hey, look, I'm in America. Yes. <laughs> and there's like a fire truck that goes by right out front of the building. Yes, it just goes yeah. right out front of the building. Yes. And then the ghost flies for a really long distance. Yes, a very long distance. I like, but the truck's right there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. I don't know. And <laughs> And then we have some weird, back in Lucy's apartment, we have some very strange... This is the best. ...parenting slash, I guess you would say, um, interrogation kind of skills. Let's, let's, in a way, but let's just put it this way. We meet Mr. Huffle. We meet Mr. Huffle, and Mr. Huffle feels pain. Did you see that this is an actual, they actually designed this for this episode? Okay, I, I I had a feeling that that was the case, but I have a prediction that at Gallifrey One, everyone is either going to want or will have a Mr. Huffle. I was just going to say they they need to put these into production. Oh my gosh, yes. They would be very dumb not to. We were laughing so hard through this whole scene. Just because, like, there are... I mean, there's already kind of toys that are like that. Oh, yeah. And they are just like... It's like, yeah, that's what they do. They're so annoying. Yes. And I wonder if she just brings that on interviews with her. I, Man, if she does, that has got to be some pretty um, actually intimidating tactics. <laughs> it was like, oh, just tell her. Tell her everything. Right. I was like, please, I don't want to listen to this thing anymore. Oh, but that whole scene was just brilliant. So he kind of explains to her, like, he's like, all right, finally, I'll I'll just tell you, like, these bra- like these brains, they're invading the planet, and mm-hmm. it looks like they're going to take over all the, the world leaders, and then we're going to be, you guys are going to be, you know, not having a good time. No, which in reality kind of feels like what's happening. But that aside, uh, <laughs> I, I had a momentary thought. I'm like, could this be the arrival that was talked about in class? Oh, um, no, I feel like... Probably not. I feel like what happened at the end of class with the, the we will not say what, I feel like that scene <laughs> is, that's what the arrival is. It, it probably is. It was just one of those, I had that momentary thought, you know, you talk about uh, alien disclosure and, you know, yeah. getting getting society prepared for such a thing and you're like well maybe it's this true it could have been but maybe i don't know probably not let's see oh there was a great comic book panel kind of uh cell phone conversation oh yes um which was oh it was great it was between it was between the ghost and lucy mm-hmm and the it kind of what happened is the doctor leaves the room to go find where Grant is talking like the ghost. Yes. And it kind of splits off and then goes back to I think it goes back to Lucy, right? 
but still follows oh. him. It was just whatever then, it did was very yeah. cool. No, that that and that was a neat scene. That that was really well cut. I liked kind of the panel effect. Although I do have to say that I think Christian Bale has completely destroyed the superhero voice market. <laughs> um, I don't disagree with you. Okay, because really the, the ghost talking, I'm like, okay, you're just you're trying to be Christian Bale and Batman, and it kind of hurts my ears. <laughs> I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was Did more. You? I thought it was more pleasant than. Oh, it definitely was more pleasant than Christian Bale because Christian Bale was like you know gargling gravel. Rachel, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was a whole thing. It was, and it, it was, and we. I think we get the the twenty four years comment around here. Yes, ugh, and I, I I do actually like. I like that Grant like. I mean, he's our hero. He's you know he's a he's a good dude, and I did like that he seemed when he asked like you know people go hey are you okay like when he asked the doctor if he was okay he mm-hmm. like I could feel like in his in his acting I could feel that that character was like hey man is everything cool like we you you know we we're we kind of know each other for a while, so... Yeah. And then the doctor says, I'm always okay, and I said, no, you're not. No, not at all. You liar. All. I mean, he's he's grieving. He's mourning. Yes, very much so. Uh, then we we go back to, I guess, the, the scene of the crime with all the blue brains. Yes. And Dr. Sim and Mr. Brock are watching the they're watching the video footage of when the ghost came in oh yes 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 this is uh, and i i don't know how the doctor did this but it was just great it was so funny it was almost a jump moment for sure it it was a little bit for me because i was like wait a minute what what's going on so Mm -hmm. they're watching the footage and they kind of zoom over to the doctor and they're like this one could be trouble and they're kind of looking at him and the doctor in the footage turns to the camera and goes boo (laughs) <laughs> and then he's in the room with them so he's you know totally. sonic something had to have and he kind of just lays it out for them and says look look me up you know he does the whole look me up kind of thing you know like just give it up now right. and i feel like uh, so here's the weird thing so they i think it's dr sim or both of them they kind of open their brains or one of them d- does and they have a gun yes. in there yes Yes, I, I feel yeah, like that's splitters. how does the brain work? Because it's in half. I honestly, right? Uh, yeah, and I feel I'm like nothing. I understand it. I mean, wibbly wobbly. I guess, uh, sort of. Ugh. Yeah, Not it's just a, it's just, death, a, okay. it's just a disgusting effect. <laughs> it definitely is. And I love there are two great things that happen in this because he seems to be holding this. I don't know what he's holding. It's like a thing that's wrapped up. And he's just kind of yeah. waving it around. I'm and like, he, it's a sandwich. Yeah, and he, he gives it to them. And they go, what is this? And he goes, it's a burger. And I think he says something about always having a snack or something. Mm-hmm. But And this needs to be a thing going forward. Um, he whistled for the TARDIS. Yes. And it came forth. Uh, and my, my only note is, oh, hello, sexy. <laughs> and it materializes around him. And Nardole is... And this is kind of where we get a little bit more of what's happening with that character. Yes. And he kind of seems to be the, I guess, the, uh, what is he, the conductor of the TARDIS? <laughs> like, <laughs> the valet. 
the valet yes as he said last week i or when we uh talked about him in the who news from last episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he is wearing i don't know what what he's wearing but he seems to know 12th century constantinople <laughs> outfit or something i think he said because he seems to know the he he's running the tardis and he's just going on joy rides yeah which i bring him back tea yeah i mean i guess i i don't know but the I, the main thing i want to take away from this is <laughs> uh, and we kind of we get a little bit more towards the end with nardal i can tell already that N- nardal's not impressed no. <laughs> like, he is not impressed. I mean, the doctor saved him. Well, and I, I think even Nardole said, he's like, you just brought me back because you were lonely. Yes, which is, li- I, I like that he's calling the doctor out already on mm-hmm. his on his BS. <laughs> yes, which might be the whole thorn in his side yes. uh, comment from, from Who News last time. Which is, uh, I think, is great. I think this doctor needs that now, mm-hmm. especially like now in the now. And oh, you know what? We forgot to we forgot to mention. Okay, so the whole reason with the with the cell phone conversation is the ghost is setting up a interview with Lucy. That's right. Yes. Sorry, we should have mentioned that. We forgot to mention that. And there is a scene where I think it's immediately after they set that date that Grant tells Lucy that he has a date and she says well I have a date and he says well I'll just cancel mine right and she is going to go to on the date and he which I thought was very weird for him to be like oh you're not wearing the little red dress yes I I know I thought that That was was... that was a strange comment but I guess if you're someone's nanny they you see them a lot when they go on dates Mm -hmm. so I guess it's not like out, that out of the norm i don't know i just thought it was a weird I, that i think as we say on bam pow tv i think that was for us and us being the audience yeah uh, i i think you're right i i think you know if you're gonna get uh a little critical of the episode which is you know fine um it it is this point because it, that seems to be just a little out of character insofar as they've had them established um, this is a little kind of a little more heavy handed. It's like, look, they actually really like each other. Yeah. We're just trying to make it really clear to you guys. Yes. Um, but hot damn, when we see that little red dress, uh, yes. my hashtags went up swoon swoon city. city indeed. So the, the ghost shows up with a picnic basket. Uh, yeah, as you do, which is, I mean, okay. I, I don't remember them agreeing to dinner. Did they agree to dinner? I thought it was just an interview. I, I remember it just being an interview, but dinner may have been involved in that. I don't remember it being a, a, rooftop, or a rooftop picnic. Yes. Although they, they do then talk about wanting privacy and stuff. So, okay, fair enough. So what, what, what ends up happening is, yes, she is indeed wearing the little red dress. And in between this, we get the Dr. Nardo popping into the Tokyo branch. Yes, of what is it? Harmony, Harmony Shoals? Yes, Harmony Shoes. Shoes? <laughs> no, I'm Shoals. just Shoals, Dr. Shoals Shoes. Oh, Dr. Shoals. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> nice. And he apparently... <laughs> now, here, here's my question. This is a great distraction, a great diversion he comes up with. Now, were the Pokemon real, or did he just, like, use the Pokemon Go app? I... <laughs> 
it would be the doctor who could actually you know manifest an actual pokemon i would i uh, i wish we had gotten some clarity some clarification on that because i just i wish oh man i wish that's what what, what it was was he actually had real life pokemon that would have been magnificent i'm i'm going to go so far as to guess it was you know based on news stories i've seen of how people especially in japan yeah. uh, kind of obsess over the app it's it's probably a pokemon go thing um but uh you know somewhere there's a crossover where uh the doctor meets professor oak i'm sure oh i hope so <laughs> and i i have to admit at this point in the recording you and i have both posted pictures of us recording on Instagram, um, and my friend Soda, who has asked for episode requests in the past, said, "Shout out to Soda!" So shout out to Soda. Yes, as we record a shout out <laughs> to Soda, and I am liking your picture right now. Apparently, we're taking requests. <laughs> Apparently, so so too uh, funny. In 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 our head canon, the Doctor uh, goes to another dimension and brings back uh, a Charizard. I don't know. Actually, sure. no. It would have to be something like like a Pikachu or like a a Jigglypuff. You know, something that's not like threatening. Because I feel like if a Charizard showed up, like everyone would be like, "That's a Charizard," but it's also breathing fire. Right, but I I would imagine he'd probably try to get something that's like you know on the rarer side that's where they're like oh my god we've all got to go yeah you know leave our posts so maybe we can get hexord oh maybe or snorlax ah good old snorlax (laughs) anyway yes so they go to the what do they actually do in the tokyo branch at this point my notes are just all in caps and just i don't know what's going on (laughs) i i looked at your notes and they got progressively more capped as they went on which is fantastic um (laughs) I think at this location, they they actually figure out that there is a spaceship. Oh, up in yes, orbit, an oddly low budget looking spaceship. Yes, yeah, very much so. And this is kind of where I believe the Doctor kind of finds out that the the their their uh, plan is to stage an invasion. It, it does come very soon after this. Um, yeah, it, this is this is really kind of a weird angle for them to take, and I tried to reason it out. So this is um, an alien-driven false flag attack. So it's aliens faking an alien invasion in order to invade as aliens. Yes, right? it, it it was basically to scare all of the leaders to come to them because I believe the only building they planned to have left standing was their own. Right. So they would seek the, refuge the, there. The right? spaceship is, yeah, the spaceship is basically a giant bomb. Yes. It's going to hit New York City. And the only building in New York City, because it's mentioned when the ghost first appears and shatters that glass, is that building is built to withstand like, you know, four megatons or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, that building will be safe. All the world leaders will come there they can swap brains and everybody can have blue boogers blue boogers for the rest of their lives yes and the doctor says ah it's such a good plan he's just like this is such a good plan oh yeah but not before not before i think mr brock takes uh takes the ghost hostage because they want to swap his brain out oh well well before that (laughs) (laughs) yes we get the whole 
we we find out that Lucy is like, why do I care that he had a date and then canceled it? Oh yes, yes, yes. So th- that whole talk between the, uh, between Lucy and the ghost, who then removes his mask to like, it's, he's trying uh, to show yeah. her yes. that he is oh. the ghost. Uh. That he that Grant is the ghost, and I yes. she says something. And then she lo- finally looks up, and he has put the mask back on because he's like, yes. "Nope, never mind." Yeah, whatever. You missed it. Yes, and then he kidnaps her, or he well, right. he says like, "Oh, I'm going to take you hostage," and he leaves her. And I was like, "Oh man, what?" Well, and it's kind of funny because right at this point, I'm saying, "I'm like, look, if he's got super strength, why is he just letting?" Oh, oh no, okay, he's not. Yes, so he yeah. he like leaves and then comes back as grant and he announces that i'm the nanny yeah which is great and (laughs) there is a fantastic oh because i believe at this point the the doctor and nardole have have hijacked the spaceship yes and i think are talking to dr sim yes but i think at least part of it they also are talking to uh the ghost at the same time and he, they're like, "Hey, this is what's going to happen. You need to, oh, yes. you need to catch us, or you need to stop yes. us." And yes. my favorite part is Nardole says, "I know you miss her, but couldn't you just write a poem?" <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like, "That is the funniest thing ever." Oh yes. And I actually forgot. I thought he was talking about um, Clara still. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I had, I mean, it's been a year, and I had forgotten about the previous years. So it's it's almost, Nardole's been in back-to-back episodes. Yes, he has. Which is, you know, pretty cool. I'm glad he's, he's along. Uh, I am, too. I, I, I kind of, you know, I wasn't quite sure how much I liked him in the Husbands of River song, but I like him a lot more here. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'll roll with you for, for a few episodes, dude. I feel like he's a lot less whiny here. Which is probably yes. probably why, but I mean, he he had also been uh, his head had been removed from his body, so I would I be guess kind that would of, make me kind of whiny. Yeah, I think that would make me kind of whiny too. So the the spacecraft is crashing towards the city, and I'm oh oh no, but but why is it crashing toward the city? Because the doctor had the best plan ever: push he, all the buttons. Oh, push! Yes, he pushed all the buttons, which. Oh, doctor. Ah, gotta love it. I mean, when in doubt, push all the buttons. And I'm I'm telling you right now, like, I was like, man, I know the ghost is, he's going to stop this. And I really hope, in my head, I was like, I really hope he does this. And then he did it. And I was like, yes, this is is amazing. (laughs) He stops the entire spacecraft using one hand. One hand. And then has the little shrug of like, yep, uh, I did that. Yes, and I was like, "Yes, this is great!" And I was like, "This is so cool!" And I, I love that he also he. I think the doctor they come out of the spaceship and they say he says something about him being left-handed. You got to watch out for that too because he's left-handed. And he goes, "No, I'm not. I just didn't want to drop this." And he holds the baby monitor up. Oh yeah! And I was like, "Oh, yes. that's so oh, cute." Oh my god, that was good. That was yeah. And I believe, like they're they're kind of like I, Lucy goes up to him, and the doctor's like, "Hey, um, before you know, you do all that stuff, could you like maybe get rid of the giant bomb? Like, before, could you before you you know whatever you guys are gonna <laughs> do, can you just 
Because they're like floating up into the they're air. They're floating away and just totally making out. Yes. And he's and like, the can you just like, um, throw it in the sun. Yeah, just can you huck that in the sun, please? Thank you. <laughs> and I love that uh, I it's um, Mr. Brock goes, you think this is over? And the doctor's like, yeah, it is. This is over. That's unit. They're going to. Somebody tipped them off. So, um, yeah, you're done. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Which <laughs> I love that we great. get. Yes. Oh, yes. And I love that we get a little mention of Osgood. Yes, we get the mention of Osgood. We raid the headquarters, and uh, the brain is gone from Dr. Sim, I believe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which is just disgusting. Oh, and it goes, it's in a unit soldier now. It is. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that's a little thing that comes into play somewhere in season 10. Yes, that would be. I'll say now. I I hope that pays off. That'd be very cool. And we're just we're kind of wrapping things up here, and we're kind of hanging out in the apartment. And this is when the twenty four years thing gets mentioned again. Yeah. And I wish I had written down Nardole's quote because, or was it the doctor? The did the doctor say that everything? There's. I think there's one part in this where he says that everything everything ends and is it and it's sad. Yes. But everything said. begins again and it's happy, right? Yes. That got me pretty good. Oh, yeah. And then totally. Nar- Nardole saying, uh, he says he says her name was River Song and they spent, you know, a, like 24 years together. And then he says, he says something. Oh, I wish I remembered his quote because I was like, yes, I, I'm, this character seems like he's going to be hard on the doctor, but he's just he's saying he says a line and i can't remember what it is oh and i i don't remember either but it it it, it if i remember right it kind of had that uh, that feeling of you know he does this but he's gonna be all right oh he promises to take care of him that's what that's, it is yes he says he's he's down right now but i promise he'll be all right and i was like <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And it was just like, yes, this this is so good. And my last note, oh, because they doctor, Doctor Who, and he says Doctor Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just, man, ugh. We get those, we get those awesome manic eyes. Yes. Just zip off. Ugh, we needed this. We needed this, Taylor, oh, like real bad. We so needed this. Like and, anyone and... I've spoken to about this episode, I'm like, man, just think of the mud we went through for the last four episodes. Mm. Just like the feelings were happening in all directions. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. And I was I was a little worried that we are going to come into the Christmas special not having seen Doctor Who in a year and been like, they could give us the most crap episode in the world and we would just lap it up because, oh my God, new Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and thankfully, they didn't. They gave us an incredibly awesome episode that was poignant and yet light. The dialogue the whole way through was really fantastic. Yes, it was uh, super like comic is, booky, and I, the, I oh, love that. And and I'm I'm just over the moon happy about it. This is like I know we've got you know four months to go basically until uh, season ten starts, but yeah, no, this is this is staying on the DVR for a while. I'm gonna watch it a few more times just when I need a Doctor Who fix. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. Very. Just super happy with it. It was such a great Christmas present to all of us. 
Indeed. We uh we both I wish I had gotten to watch it. I was going to try and watch it again before we recorded, but I did not have time and I yeah, it is just so good. The way it was shot. I know we I usually try to mention like the camera work or something like mm-hmm. that, but like it was I mean, we've been, you know, we've been watching old Doctor Who for basically the better part of a year, like classic Who. And it's like, oh man, I could completely forget how good their camera work is, how good the directing is, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to say that classic Who is bad, but, you know, just how far we've come. Yes. (laughs) And it's just, yeah, it was great. We had a good time. So here here we are again, (laughs) waiting. (laughs) But, But maybe not so much waiting for, well... I guess what's old is new again? In a sense. So next time, Taylor, why don't you let the people know what we will be given to them next time? Yes. So next time we are going to review Patrick Troughton's very first episode, which has recently been uh, restored in a sense, a very animated sense. Yeah. The Power of the Daleks. Yes. A six-part story. Holy moly. Animated, like watching Archer in black and white. <laughs> yeah, it kind of, like, from the previews I've seen, it kind of looks like you'd watch, it's like an Archer animated I've been watching Doctor it, Who. it kind of has that kind of herky-jerky motion to it, um, less swearing, less nudity. <laughs> probably a good thing. Yes, yeah, probably a great thing for Doctor Who. <laughs> what, it worked for Katie Manning. True. <laughs> So that's what we're going to be checking out next time. So uh, thank you for listening. If you are a new listener, go back and check out. I think we've reviewed all of season eight and nine, right? Yes. Wow. Wow. I think this is episode 76 for us, right? Yeah, we, uh, it's, yeah, it is 76. Yeah. Last episode 75. Yeah. My goodness. Creeping up on 80. Yeah. Right. We're just getting, we're getting up there. (laughs) All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at apex Buddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search the podcastica. Look for the Gallifrey writing and rate and review us as well. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Huge shout out to the Y-Axes. They do our music. Their new album is fantastic. You should definitely check it out. It is so good. You can check that out on Spotify for sure. Uh, you can mm-hmm. follow them on Twitter at the Y-Axes. And you can like their Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Y-Axes. Uh, com. Buy one of our Podcastica shirts. Uh, we, you know, do it. Come on now. Put us on your chest. Yeah. It's a lovely chest. It would, be, it would be crazy to see a random person that we do not know personally at Gallifrey wearing a Podcastica shirt. Oh, I would lose my mind and take pictures of you. Yes. I would take pictures but I'd with ask them. For it. Yes, you always ask permission before you take pictures of someone. But it'd be really cool. Yes. And uh, become a Patreon of Night of the Living Geeks, which is our mother station that holds this podcast and many other podcasts, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. And, uh, Taylor, that's it for, for us. It is. Um, I guess we say goodbye to Capaldi for another couple of months here. Yeah, and say goodbye to 2016 because next time we record, it will hopefully be a new and much better year. 
Hopefully. We can hope. So um, that's it for us this time around, and we will talk to you guys next time. See ya. Peace out. Next time, we are finally going to review. Pardon me, I'm going to do that over because I burped right in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) So, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Tornado. Nope. Good Lord. (laughs) Let me do that again.